This is First Class Counselors, another innovative podcast brought to you by Camp Hacker. First Class Counselors is dedicated to young and up-and-coming camp mavericks. By equipping and empowering our on-the-ground staff, camp directors can rest easy knowing that our campers are having the true life-changing experience that parents expect. Find our show notes and our blog for camp leaders and professionals at camphacker.tv. Hello, Camp Pros. This is Oliver Cregan, Summer and Family Camps Director at YMCA Camp Jewel. And I'm Matt Hansberger. I'm the Executive Producer of Podcasting at Go Camp Pro. And you are listening to First Class Counselors, a special series of the Camp Hacker Podcast and part of the podcast network at Go Camp Pro. This series is for the camp directors to give to their counselors as they hire and prepare them for the upcoming summer. We have said it before, and I will say it again, that great camp directors know that counselors have the most important job at camp. If they are wicked, your campers will be happy and they will come back year after year. So that is why we are here. We want to empower counselors to be the superheroes that we know that they are. Thank you for turning, tuning in to the FCC's quick show. Just kidding. That's a lie. It's just our normal show. It takes forever. Anyways, we love talking about camp. Here, we will cover one specific topic and cover the essentials as fast as we can, we swear. It's the need to knows. The can't go without. The fundamentals. The basics and probably a little bit extra. Yeah, yeah, and some unnecessary things. Maybe necessary. That's going to speak to like one person. Yeah. Today, we are going to be talking about cleaning up the cabins. We're going to be talking all about it as much as we can in a very short period of time. So. Please listen close because keeping your cabin clean is not just important because it looks nice. It's important for health reasons. It's important for your campers having a good experience at camp. No one likes coming home to a filthy, filthy cabin. And let's paint the picture of what it really is. You have at times 12 people, sometimes boys, which is not a stigma against boys, but let's face it, we're pretty smelly people. And They live in one small room together with their beds, with their dirty clothes, with their uh, dirty whatever they're bringing with them. They sweat in a hot summer days. They track in the dirt. We collect arts and crafts projects from everywhere. Um, we have random rocks. We have cool sticks that we like, and they all make their way back to the cabin. It's going to become a mess. And your job as a counselor, you sweet angel, is to do the impossible and to make it clean. So we're going to talk about how to do that, how you can become that savior of the cabin and keep it clean today. And to get started, we're just going to be talking about the standard of clean that is expected across the board for most camps. So you have a good idea of what your cabin should look like when a camp director or when you, just yourself, go into the cabin. So with that being said, what's the expectation? Where is the standard of clean? So If you are a leadership staff member or um, somebody who is in charge of that village or age group, check the cabins every day. As a counselor, know that your cabins are going to get checked every day. This is really important because that's that standard of clean that you should be keeping to. um, And you should be held accountable to keep it clean. Don't get upset if a leadership staff member comes down on you and says, your cabin's not clean, you need to go and clean it up. Because the standard of care that you have for your campers is that important. You go, the answer should just be, yes, I understand. It's dirty. We're going to go back and clean it at this point in time. Or when would you like me to go back and clean it? Understand that dirty cabins are not acceptable. It's just not cool. Um, I Yeah, sometimes there's crazy nights and things get dirty. But you know what? You still got to clean. You still got to keep your messes. 
Uh, so here are my standards. When I walk into a cabin as a camp director, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the beds to be made. I'm looking for your suitcases. I'm looking for your bags that all the campers brought to camp. I'm looking for them to be under the bed or away in where they're supposed to be. Some camps have cubbies, some camps have storage, whatever. You should have nice, clear floors to walk around the cabin and not get stuck. With that being said, no loose clothing items on the floor, please. Woe to the lost sock. Um, <clears throat> please. If there's nothing as a camp director that uh, irritates you more when you're doing cabin checks and there's just random socks just all over the place. They're on the kitchen sink. They're behind the toilet. They're um, all over the floor. Please keep dirty socks in a place. I'll tell you how to keep care of those in a little bit. Uh, everyone brings toiletries to camp. Um, a lot of campers will bring little holders that they can keep them in. You can get them at Walmart for like two or three bucks uh, here in the States. So please go ahead and do that. Or just have a shelf you keep them on, somewhere to keep them um, where they're supposed to be. Uh, please, if you have like a common shower area, don't expect, don't just leave your shampoos and stuff in a shower and say, that's my shower. This is where I keep my stuff. Other people will probably use that shower. Be respectful of that. Take your toiletries with you and keep them organized in that spot. Um, shoes on the porch or in the entryway if it's going to be a rainy day and you don't have rain cover outside. But please emphasize with your campers, let's not track dirt around the cabin. With one person or two people, you know, it becomes manageable where you can sweep every other day and it keeps nice and clean. But with 12 people walking through the cabin with shoes on, ooh, it's going to get dirty real fast. Um, check your windowsills and windows for dead bugs and things like that. Just wipe them up and make sure that that's not getting really gross. Uh, as a camp director, I will tell you right now, that's one of the places parents check on check-in day to prove that a cabin is dirty. They've, I've had multiple parents come up to me and go, well, the windowsills were really gross. And it's the first thing they point out. Um, if it's not the toilet or the floors or something else that generally should have been clean in the first place, windowsills, just the same. Uh, if you have a bathroom in your cabin or if you have bathrooms that you share, and you are responsible for cleaning, make sure you wipe down those surfaces every day. Nobody wants to sit in urine when they go um, to the bathroom. Nobody wants to have toothpaste all over the table so make, or all over the counter, so please wipe those things down. Tape on the walls. It will rip the paint off or rip the um, wallpaper down uh, or it will leave gooey goo all over the wall um, or sometimes it will leave the gooey goo and you won't see it at first and then like the next year you'll come back and you'll see all these little weird rectangles on the wall and that's from all the dirt getting collected on the goo. As a camp director, I've seen those things. Um, this is just a camp director's um, list of nightmares. Uh, <laughs> so uh, a good suggestion for you is painter's tape. If you want to hang things up, it will hold things up there temporarily and a lot of camps will allow that. Um, ask first before you hang. But most camps will allow you to put like pictures and things like that up around your uh, bunk. Um, please don't do things that poke holes in, holes in the wall as well. Uh, push pins, things like that. Um, they call it damage. And then when you have to repaint, you actually have to come through with like special, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, sealants or whatever to fill up those holes. So please be careful about that. Please don't damage things that you don't need to get damaged. Um, and uh, make sure uh, all people in the cabin should be cleaning too. It shouldn't just be you or it shouldn't just be the maintenance staff that comes through or if your camp has a cleaning crew. It is really important that everyone takes, piece, takes a part in the responsibility of keeping the cabin clean. And we'll talk a lot about um, campers helping with that too. Um, and that just going back to the accountability that I talked about at the beginning, uh, make sure that you are leaving something behind for the person who's checking the cabins and that that person who is checking cabins is leaving something behind for you. So campers can see the accountability. Something that we do here at camp is we have a note 
that we leave for the Queen of Clean, and then the Queen of Clean will respond with a note in kind, saying, this cabin is beautiful, or whatever it might be. And then the Queen will make an announcement in that flagpole or whatever it is to make sure that they know. The follow-up is important. It lets campers know that somebody is checking the cabin and holding them to a standard that is important. Uh, sometimes camps will give out um, prizes, and we'll talk a little bit about enticing campers to clean in a little bit. But those are my camp director things that I spot when I go into a cabin that I make sure are clean and ready to go as I walk through um, to make sure campers are in a nice space among the other just general tidiness things. So Matt, what are some things that you see as messy when you walk into a cabin that needs to make sure they're cleaned? Oh man, my first one to know that if, if a staff is actually taking the time to clean their cabin is I'll, I'll like get down on my hands and knees and I'll look underneath all the bunks. I'll look for the socks that are like stranded behind the bunks or I'll actually like rub my hand and I'm not going to put a glove on for this because I want to rub my bare hand on the ground and I want to feel if there's grit underneath the bunks. That means they've, they've swept underneath the bunks. If that's what my expectation is that all the dirt gets swept out because you know, the next group using that cabin is going to expect that the bunks are clean. Somebody's got to clean underneath those bunks. Um, the other thing, the other pro tip I would give you is check underneath mattresses at well as well. So every camper should be flipping up their mattress and they should be cleaning out any stuff that gets lost in there. Any like wrappers or bits of paper from the day before um, get lost in there and socks. Again, that's a, a great black hole for socks. Uh, the other thing that I'm looking for um, from a director's perspective are for fire hazards. So we as directors always have to be aware of if we're following fire code. And one way that you can help us is that in the cabins, um, so things staying away from heaters. I know it's the summer and we're not, probably not using the heaters, but stuff needs to be at, so in Canada, I think it's, it's like eight inches away from, from a heater, even if it's not on. Uh, things can't be hanging on the ladders because that's a means of a top bunk person getting off the top bunk safely. They can't be blocking doors um, and they can't be covering the smoke detectors. So those are certain things um, that, you know, a fire marshal, if they were going through your camp, they're going to be looking for those things. And um, you would not want to be the reason for camp getting a uh, fire code violation. That would be um, not so great. The other things I have to say for here are kind of the, the philosophies around cleaning and something that, to keep in mind before we get into some other specifics because Oliver touched on all the things that I look for um, in a cabin. I think that's a really great list. Um, you, first of all, your attitude towards cleaning affects everything. We talked about this last episode um, when it came to uh, eating and picky eaters, but your attitude as a counselor will affect the... Um, the ability or the, the happiness of your campers and the attitude towards cleaning. So saying things not like, okay, we have to go clean. You can say we get to go clean or it's time to clean the cabin. And you can explain that because we live together in this community, that's our job. It's our job to keep our space clean. Um, you don't have to like be super fake about it and be um, like go crazy for cleaning. Sometimes that works with kids. Uh, but enthusiasm is contagious, um, but even more contagious is a bad attitude about it. And you don't want to pass it on to your campers. Um, the, another tip, 
it's important that we do this regularly because the more you keep up with it, the less bad it is on closing day when you just want to go home and you have to clean your entire cabin. Or a parent is going to be looking for their camper's lost thing because you didn't keep it clean and it ended up in another kid's suitcase. Um, remember that your camp gives tours and they might go into your cabin to show off a room. And um, you want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward so that if a, a parent is nervous or a caregiver is nervous about taking their kids to camp and your director's like, we have these amazing cabin rooms and our, we keep it clean and they open the door and your cabin looks like a clothes grenade just went off, um, then that's setting a really bad example for your camp. Um, so make sure you're keeping those kinds of things in mind. Um, also, I think, Oliver, you said this, um, and it made me think a little further, how you care for your cabin is how you care for your kids as well. So if I, if myself as a camp director am hearing that your cabin room is constantly messy, then my impression of you as a counselor is that, well, is this counselor making sure their kids are getting changed every day, that they're showering, that they're changing their underwear every day? If they're not putting that effort to clean their cabin, then they're probably not putting that effort in to clean their campers as well. So that sets a really bad precedent for you as a counselor if you're not keeping your camper, your cabin clean in there. Um, what I would also say is if you're going to decorate your cabin, some camps allow you to, to put up things. I would say just do it right. Don't add more junk to your cabin. So if you're going to like make a theme in your cabin of like the great outdoors or the camp store or something like that, that you're not bringing in like sticks and more dirt to make that theme. Um, that they used to happen when I was a camper that we would decorate our cabins. And the reason the camp, that we stopped it was because <laughs> we were actually making the cabins more dirty then they were clean. So um, you can do themes and be creative with your cleaning and stuff like that, but just make sure, again, the goal is your cabin is clean by the end of it. So that's all I got. Oliver, I think uh, next I wanted to make sure that we touched on it's not easy to get kids to clean. So we want to get um, some of the philosophies and practical tips for how we can make sure everyone's cleaning and uh, helping campers who maybe aren't used to cleaning. Do you have some tips for us on that one? Yeah, I think it's really important that the first thing is keeping that cabin clean is an agreement and a contract that your campers all come to terms on, right? Um, do something like on the first day where you may already have a grid or a wheel or something like that to assign feeding assignments done. Um, but make sure that you also have some type of a contract of uh, a promise to take on the responsibility as a member of somebody who's living in this society in this cabin to also take care of it and then have every camper make sure they sign it and agree to it um that way you always kind of have that contract hanging in the cabin where you can go like hey guys like we promised we were going to keep this clean and we got to keep that promise let's clean today um it's an agreement and it's really tough to go back on agreement because you've signed something and it's there uh, <clears throat> i like using a wheel or a grid um to have a little bit of fun when being like if you have a wheel you can spin it and then it will land on the different jobs that somebody could potentially do um, or just a grid is fine where you like write all the names of people in the cabin. And then across the list, you write all the different jobs and it just switches every day. So everyone has a different day that they get to clean a different thing. So if, you know, toilets, that horrible thing to clean is your thing to clean. You know, you are only, you're only going to have to do it once during the entire time. But you also will get to, you know, I don't know, arrange the shoes on the deck so that they stay organized too. So, um, that way every camper has some way to give back and every job gets handled every day. Um, and then set a time that you are cleaning every day. Make sure that your campers know. Um, we there, Everything else on camp has a time. And for some reason, um, people forget about cleaning cabin cleaning, right? 
And I see it all the time on camp schedules where it might see like early morning wake up, cabin cleaning, um, morning chapel, whatever it might be. And then for some reason that just becomes morning wake up chapel, right? Like you skip the cleaning entirely because you're super tired in the morning and it's tough. Okay, change it with your cabin. Just be like, all right, our cabin is really bad for waking up in the morning. So we're going to do something. We're going to do it during our siesta time, or we're going to do it when we get back to the cabin at night. Um, put it in your routine so where it works for your cabin. Um, and then reinforce that that's the time of the day that you guys clean. Um, and then the other thing is add an area of camp where your cabin will clean as well. You know, change it up every day. Say we're going to go and clean the Gaga pit today, right? Because we know there's a bunch of snack wrappers that always end up around the Gaga pit when people are watching the game. Or um, we're going to go clean the field and make sure all the balls in, on the sports field are actually where they're supposed to be because we've noticed people are really leaving out. Um, have that to your cabin understands that it's not just their cabin that they're part of the community to, but they're a community to the entire camp, right? Uh, in some small way. So make sure that they also do some type of, um, we, here at Camp Jewel, we call it shared responsibility. So make sure they have that as well on their daily clean. Uh, Matt, what are some ways to make sure that your cabin are um, cleaning? And I think we'll get into motivation in a bit, but you know, just the cleaning aspect. Yeah, I think that uh, a big thing is that you kind of you touched on, uh, or you said a couple of times actually, but I want to emphasize is give everybody a job. Everyone should be doing something during cleaning that it's not just a couple people's responsibilities. You can break down a job into many steps. It's not just sweeping the floors. It's sweeping the floors and you need a dustpan. You're the sweeping master and the dustpan master. Um, just breaking it down so that everyone, you know, many hands make light work as well. Um, and then rotating those jobs so that everyone has something to do, which you said. Um, the last thing is sometimes campers might not know how to clean, right? So it's important that you have A, a cleaning checklist, um, and B, teach campers how to do those things. If you don't teach a camper to sweep, they're just going to like push the broom across the floor if they've never swept before. But there's a way to sweep and there's a way to to wipe. There's a way to do those things. Um, and if you give, uh, maybe there's a checklist for the entire cabin um, that, you know, Mondays, is like sweeping and sweeping is um, under the beds, main floor, bathroom. And once they do those things, they can put a sticker up on the chart or sign their name on the chart, something like that. So that it's broken down into easy, manageable steps, especially for younger campers. That's going to help you out. Okay. Cool. Um, something else that I really want to emphasize is put your name on the chart. You are mm -hmm. part of that community. Your name should be on there as well. You should be cleaning with your campers, right? And some, in some way, you should be there with them cleaning. Um, there is nothing worse than the camp counselor who makes a cleaning chart, their name's not on it, and then when the kids are cleaning the cabin, they're pointing out or barking out orders or you know, um, you know, taking a broom out of a kid's hand because they're not sweeping well enough to just be like, ah, you can't do it. Um, it's really important that you are part of that cleaning process, you're part of that community with them because you know, at the end of the day, like your job is to oversee and make sure that cabin is clean, but it's also your job to be a part of that community, which you are a part of. So um, remember that key factor. You are a part of that community as well. Be a part of it. Um, I'm always really sad when I um, see counselors don't put their names on those cleaning charts. Uh, sure. And then Matt, you had a really important part that not every kid knows how to clean. Um, this is, i it can be for multiple reasons, but sometimes they come from a, they come from different walk, walks of life. One, maybe they've never been expected to clean up after themselves in their life. They might have someone who actually does it for them, or they might have a house, they might come from a household where uh, cleaning is not something that is important in that household. They might 
you know, not clean much where they come from. And they're used to living in a little bit messier of a house. Um, these can be warning signs of things that you should pay attention to as a counselor, like neglect or something. But uh, with that being said, um, you have to be there helping and teaching them how to clean and make sure you scaffold it, right? Understand that your camper has to learn how to clean as you go along. So don't just expect them to every single day hop to it and start cleaning if it's not something they're used to. A lot of times, if a camper hasn't been taught how to clean yet or hasn't had that expectation in their life, you'll notice they'll go to their bunk, they'll slightly tidy up their bunk, um, but then they kind of lounge there and don't know what to do or where to take the initiative and where the cleaning is. Whereas if a camper has cleaned before, they might tidy their bunk up. It might've already been tidied. They'll go and do their job and then they'll get frustrated because nobody else is doing their job, which is the next step, which is, you know, telling that camper, like, you know what, some members of our community need to learn a little bit more about cleaning and you're really good at it. Let's get moving. Let's, let's help them out. Cause we don't want to be cleaning the whole day and we want to go out and do fun camp stuff because it is a team clean effort. And you can get those campers to teach other campers too. Like if you have a kid who's an all-star broom sweeper, then you better believe that that can, they, they can pass on those skills to other kids. The, the real emphasis there is make sure that you know um, that you don't know what background every camper comes from and be respectful of that. Um, and then my last thing is, you know, just to have that fun while you're there and kind of push it is have like a cleanest bunk award for your cabin. You can do that on a small scale and have like a prize for it. Um, and then maybe if you're doing a big clean or something like that, or you really want to have fun, Matt talked about themed camp, uh, themed cabins, but you can maybe do like an MTV crib, uh, cabin cribs and, you know, um, really just go all out in the cleaning and making your cabin super cool. Oliver, for, for those people who might have never watched MTV Cribs, because remember, we're old now, uh, can you give a brief, I know, I know, can you give a brief uh, explanation of that, what MTV Cabin Cribs is? Uh, well, yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, welcome to my office. This is my cool crib in here. Um, uh, right. Yeah, it was just an old <laughs> 90s or early 2000s TV show where famous people would show off um, they're super cool houses and their cars and everything like that, but um, they would give a tour. It's kind of like um, Architecture Digest on YouTube nowadays. If you watch those. But also, if you're curious about this, just go on YouTube. Everything's there now. Just search it. All this cool stuff. It started in the year 2000, and it's apparently still going today. What? 19 seasons. Okay, so we're not that old. We're not that old. <laughs> it's still going on today. We can yeah. count. It yeah. makes me young. Um, so yeah, have some fun with that. And, uh, we had, um, we had a entire age group this summer that did it as their evening program and they got so excited about it. They called the media, um, <clears throat> our media specialist up there to film them giving the tours of the cabin. And then we like, po I think we posted one or two online so parents could see like how excited their kids were having fun doing this, um, MTV Cribs thing. Um, and it was good. Um, so cool. With that being said, uh, we'll talk about, I think motivation again, but, uh, this is also your space. The cabin is your home for eight weeks. It's your place to reside. So we're going to talk about some things about making that place your home and making it comfortable to live in and everything. So, uh, Matt, do you have anything that you would advise for counselors who are going to be living on camp for eight weeks and how to make that area comfortable for them and making sure it stays clean? 
Yeah, I, I think we, I just follow the example. Um, I've had some great camp mentors in my life that have really impressed into me that like camp is bigger than just me, um, right? So leaving your cabin better than you found it is, is huge, right? Setting it up for success for someone else. And that goes with the whole like not putting holes in the walls or like not signing your name on the bunks, those kinds of things um, that you can, you can teach. And again, the, the more you clean, the, the more you clean early in the week, the easier it is later on. Um, and I think, again, you know, I, I'm not ashamed to say this again. The example that you set sets the standard. Your bunk should be the best one, and you and your co can trade off of cleaning duty so that you can make sure that yours looks really good, and then you can show it off in that way. And then through, if your camp has long sessions, like if it goes on for eight weeks long, then you being consistent is the example that you need to set. And I think, Oliver, you have some practical tips, but I think, remember, the bunk that you set, the standard that you set will make sure, will give kids that influence. And you can at least show that and be like, well, I can do this every day, so so can you. Yeah, you set the example. So here are some examples of how to have a cool bunk that kids will look up to. Um, you have pictures of home, family, friends. Um, that really helps because you know, if you have those things, some campers bring them. I know I've seen a lot of cabins that have those types of decoration and it makes your cabin feel a little bit more like home. So that's not a bad thing. Have those things. Um, and then also you're there for eight weeks. You get a little, you know, home sadness too. So, um, decorate that cabin, make it look pretty, um, bring your belongings. Uh, sorry, keep your belongings at organized. Like we said, I know sometimes on hard camp days, it falls apart, but make sure you take the time to clean your bunk, just like your campers do. Uh, some campers, however, have not learned possession yet. So keeping yourself organized, lets you know where your stuff is and, um, at all times for the most part. Um, but if you are somebody who's new to summer camp and really has not been a part of it, um, we've, would love if international staff were listening to our podcast. We think this would be a great um, tip for them because they've maybe never experienced this type of living environment in their lives. But you may want to get like a small bag lock for your, um, for your bag. If you're a little bit nervous, you can lock the zippers down. Um, but if you do have anything like super valuable, please don't keep it in your cabin. You never know what could happen when you're living with 12 people and when 12 people have never lived with 12 people before in their lives. So make sure that you keep your valuables somewhere safe. If you have a car, you can lock it in there. Sometimes um, camps will have a valuable safe for like passports and important information for you as well. So it's a really good one. Um, invest in a laundry bag or a hamper um, and put your dirty clothes in it. All right. Then you wash them and then you wear them. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I hate going into cabins and seeing like counselors clothes like on the floor and stuff because you're already teaching campers of that trick. Have that. Uh, hamper bag and keep your stuff in there. If your campers don't have hampers or something, get them something as a replacement. Sometimes your trading post might have a laundry bag that they can purchase. And sometimes you might just get them like a trash bag or something simple that will keep their clothes in one spot. Um, but it will keep it from getting messy around the cabin and give them a designated location to put their dirty clothes. And then also, you know, if they're putting dirty clothes back on because they're going to go into the dirty clothes bag get their dirty clothes and be gross again. So um, you can take care of your campers that way, but also you take care of yourself. Um, if there are shirts that you wear all the time, like for example, we have village shirts or staff shirts. Um, and obviously two weeks of camp, we can't give everyone 50 shirts and we can't get, and you might not always have the time to go and wash it. There was this old style of washing clothes that they used to do before washing machines where you just add a little soap and like um, get it wet and then dry it off on like a clothesline. Just do that with the shirts that you wear all the time. Um, Cause smelly counselors are typically not cool counselors. So, um, just take a little time, do the old fashioned wash. If you know that you're not going to need that shirt for a day and 
Um, just give it a good wash that night, hang it up, and then it will dry off and you can wear it another day. It's great. So that's all my hints for you from the eight weeks of living as a counselor on camp. Keep your area tidy and you should be just fine. Uh, let's talk about ways to make cleaning easier and faster. Um, <clears throat> my big one is camp present or cabin presentations. So if you are someone who's cleaning your cabin up, um, you just have someone come and take a look at your cabin when you're done. Ask a friend from another cabin, come have another cabin, check your cabin and you check their cabin. Um, have an inspector come and check it out. Whatever it might be, um, just have someone come and check it and kids will clean faster and easier because of that. Um, and then Matt actually has really cool ideas to make cleaning faster and easier. Matt, hit us up with a few. Okay, so I, when it comes to cleaning a cabin, I treat it like a NASCAR pit crew and I teach campers about this too or like a Formula One crew and you don't have to show them a video. Most kids will get it. But the goal of a, of a NASCAR or a Formula One car is to get in and out of the pit stop as fast as possible but they have to do it properly as well. So you want to teach your kids that it's not just about cleaning fast but doing it fast and properly because if you don't screw in a tire properly in NASCAR, then that driver is going to have a bad time. So um, when you can time your campers, but don't time them and be like, just get it done. It's about timing it and doing it properly. So they got to sweep the floors properly at least. Um, also, uh, the, just this is kind of a tip that it took me a couple of years to figure out. Um, before you clean, get changed and get ready for the next activity first right? When cleaning is done, then you leave the cabin and go do something else because then you're not getting those extra clothes that you've already like folded and put inside your bed. You're not leaving those out on the floor. There's not like bathing suits sitting on the floor or something like that. Okay. Um, you could also play music, um, whether you play guitar or if your camp allows for like digital music, if you have a, a a dock or something like that, however you want, um, you can say like, okay, we got to get done by the end of this song. And that'll just, again, they have to do it properly, but it'll help encourage them and keep them focused on cleaning. Cause sometimes kids don't keep that focus and that can slow things down a lot. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot of great ways, but going back to what Matt said at the beginning, you have to have a positive attitude about cleaning. Um, there's nothing worse than the counselor who's, you know, a little bit tired and they get back to the cabin for cabin cleaning and they go and lay down on their bed. Right. Um, yeah, boo, boo. um, go back to the cabin and be ready to clean yourself. Um, with that being said, we clean a lot at camp. Um, and we should be doing it on a daily day to make sure our cabin is clean and tidy so that when we leave, it's nice and organized. But, uh, once a week we advise you to do something that we call the deep clean. Um, this is, something where you just put a little bit more attention to detail. If your cabin is doing a great job throughout the week of making sure your cabin is nice and clean, that's great. Uh, if not, then this is the day to kind of fix your, uh, fix your mistakes and get to it. So <clears throat> say that, hey, you guys, we're gonna do a deep clean today. We're really gonna make sure our cabin is nice and clean. Um, this is also something that you should probably do before campers leave, okay? So you don't wanna do this on checkout day and you don't wanna do it the night before checkout because that's memory making time, but plan to put it in a schedule on you know that second to last day of camp where your campers will come back to the cabin, they'll do a nice strong clean and then they'll pack for the most part their bags, everything that they don't need for the next two days, right? So their bags are nice and packed and kind of ready to go and they have what they need out and ready to go for the next few days. And therefore, when it comes to memory making night, that night before they leave and the day that they're leaving, they can really enjoy those times. The cabin is clean and tidy so that you as a counselor are not going to be wasting all this time. Campers are also learning the responsibility of not just leaving a place trashed, right? Because um, mm. they need to learn that they need to leave a place just as good as it came. 
Um, the really important thing that I would say about this is don't make it, sorry, don't make it the last thing that your campers are thinking about when they're leaving. Make sure that it's still an enjoyable experience. Play that music, have a good time. You're in the last couple of days of camp. So it should be a happy memory of keeping that cabin clean because you've, you've been going a whole session with positive cleaning reinforcement. So campers know the cleaning's not a chore. It is a responsibility that they enjoy to take care of. So Matt, what are you going to do for a deep clean? Man, before I get that, Oliver, I I can't emphasize enough how smart that is for you as a camp counselor too, to clean your stuff the night before camp ends. Um, It makes that last day so much better and it helps you get out of camp faster. Um, And not every kid is like that. I was, as a camper, I always had my stuff packed the night before and that's just because I was apparently the most A-type camper out there. But not every camper realizes that and getting them to pack the night before um, on the last, or it, it, maybe not the last night, maybe it's the second last night or, or that to make sure that they're ready to go is going to save you so much headaches because you want, like every time should be making memory time and um, you don't want to waste any small moment with having to clean because it's not ready for parents to come see your cabin. Um, because remember, parents are very judgy, as they should be, in my opinion. Um, th- so with these deep cleans, if you're a multi-week session camp, it's really important that you book the time for it and remember that it's going to take longer. If it's really bad, uh, just as an idea, you could have the campers like take literally take all of their stuff out of the cabin and then clean it and then remove back into the cabin. Um, I had to do that once when I was a camper because our cabin was that bad. And we were only a one-week ca- camp. Like... We, this happened on Wednesday. We had to do this. So, um, yeah, don't let it get to that point. It's not good. Um, and, again, checklists can save the world. Those checklists will look a little bit different than your daily cleaning checklist because you're doing that deeper clean. Um, maybe it's like scrubbing the baseboards or something like that, those, those deeper cleaning duties. Um, and Or maybe it's like checking for graffiti and making sure that that hasn't happened um, throughout the week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I got. Oliver, do you, you know what? Guess what, Oliver? It's time to get ready. Oh, yeah. And we're only 33 minutes in. So unless these get ready to take forever, this is going to be like a record-setting episode for us. Yeah, I, um, I apologize for everyone who looks forward to our hour podcasts. Um, yeah. <laughs> People but, are like, I've uh, got 20 minutes left of a commute, man. Come on. Yeah, um, if that's the case, please go follow us on one of our other uh, camp podcasts that we do with Go Camp Pro. You got Camp Code, you got Camp Hacker. We got plenty of shows you listen to, take Camp Pod. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to get ready. Sorry if we just screamed and broke your eardrum, though. Uh, but my get ready for you is going to be a fun one. So I'm obsessed with following other camps on Instagram or following them on Facebook and learning what other camps are doing and kind of how they sell themselves to other places. But something that I think is really cool is, uh, when camps get a little bit more involved with their summer staff. So my idea here is a, if your camp has an Instagram or something, please send me the link. I want to follow it. I want to learn more about how their camps do it. But here's one idea that came into my head that I might want to try soon is I'm going to challenge some of my staff to draw places on camp or activities that we do here. And I want to put like a little album up on social media and it's just going to be a guess who drew it and what it is uh, contest. So my counselors might draw a picture of um, our dining hall and then I'll put that picture up and I'll say, guess uh, where this, what this is on camp and who drew it. And we'll see if anyone can guess it right. And it's just a fun way to be interactive on social media, but also who knows, I have some amazing counselors who are great at art. I might get to see some really fantastic drawings that I might ask to hang up somewhere on camp because they're so pretty. Um, 
Yeah, I like that idea. Who knows? Yeah, um, that's cool. Matt, I would, I would love to see those. Yeah, send those to me as well. Yeah, send 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 them to me. Maybe we'll post them and you guys can see them. Oh yeah. Um, Matt, how are you going to get ready for summer 2020? Right. So if you are a counselor and you want to get ready, we're recording this at the start of January. And I think by the time it comes out, it's going to be around that February time. Um, and I think this might have been my first get ready, but it is worth bringing back again is for the love of whatever being you believe or don't believe in get your paperwork in. It may be if, if you're still working on your application, get your application in. If you're still working on paperwork, get your paperwork in. Um, it's the time of the year when the directors will see the keeners. They will notice that you have all of your paperwork in. They will definitely notice if you don't have all your paperwork in. So if you can get your stuff in and even um, get starting on any pre-training or anything like anything like that, that just shows your directors that you're taking this job seriously and that you're ready to take care of kids seriously. In the same way we said clean cabin, clean kids mentality, it's that same. If you get all the business side of things done, they know you're going to take all of those many responsibilities you have just as seriously. So just get your paperwork in. It makes our lives so much better um, because in my experience, uh, you know, that's one of my least favorite parts about this job. So, you know, more happy camp directors. Thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, if people want to get a hold of you and send you weird pictures of their camp so you can try to discern them, um, how are they going to get a hold of you and send you those pictures? Yeah, weird pictures of their camp. Not just weird pictures, please. Um, <laughs> you can uh, get a hold of me at Matt, M-A-T-T, at gocamp.pro, or you can find me on Instagram at Iscus, which is at I-S-C-U-S. That's my camp name, and you can find me there. If you want to get a hold of me, you can just go – to my name, Oliver.Gregan, G-R-E-G-A-N, at G-H-Y-M-C-A dot org. Uh, <clears throat> or you can also just hit me up on Facebook. It's just my name. Uh, you'll see me there, and I will love to have a conversation with you. Uh, it's not weird. It's totally normal to talk camp. Please do so. If you enjoyed today's show, we would be so grateful if you left us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Your ratings and reviews not only tell us what you like and don't like about the show, but it helps boost our rankings and helps people discover the show. That's right. And please, please, please check out our show notes at camphacker.tv slash podcast. There's lots of great stuff there from our show and other Go Camp Pro podcasts that we uh, put some time in to make sure you have some resources to go along with what we're talking about on the show. So thanks for listening, friends. Campus Camp and Camps All Camp. First Class Counselors is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, Summer Camp Leadership Training and Marketing Consultants. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, Camp Rose, we love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, we hope that whenever you share an idea that you learn from the Camp Hacker podcast, conference, Summer Camp Professionals Group, or wherever else, that you're quick to give credit where credit is due. That way, we can all encourage more camp pros to share the tips and tricks that will make camp better.